You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. Welcome to Technipod, where we talk about video games, social media, and tech-related topics so that you can learn the insights and our thoughts about the current development of IT scene. I am Zero Aiden, and joining with me is Naf Games and our producer, Kat. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Hello, everyone. And we are going to talk about video games in general. What are games that you guys play during this lockdown? So, like, I kind of think we've all kind of been in this state where we're half working from home, half still returning to the office, and we've had a lot of time to just do some things at home. And playing video games, kind of really got to me like I got the best chance to just sit back relax play through like my entire Steam library and my entire Epic library I kind of think I got a really good chance to play some of the nicer games from last year like last year in 2020 we had a lot of really good games that came out like as soon as Fall Guys came out I spent hours playing that it was so fun the characters are so cute and they look so silly knocking each other over what about you Kaz? before the lockdown happened Mm -hmm. I've kind of grown out of games but the lockdown really gave us too much time (laughs) I live with my fiance so we played a lot of multiplayer games and it was really fun it was a bonding activity spending every day at home you kind of lose topics to talk about there's not that many updates true (laughs) so I play mostly games on Steam I check out every single time there's a Steam sale Mm -hmm. and the past couple of months really we've been very engrossed in 7 Days to Die 7 Days to Die is actually pretty great that's a very good game yeah it's a very good game Uh, I watched Markiplier playing 7 Days to Die with uh, Wade it's uh, very fun because it's kind of both relaxing as well as a little bit stressful because as per the title, every seven days there's a blood moon. So Mm -hmm. that's when the zombie horde comes and attacks you. But the preceding six days, you have time to prepare yourself and your base for the horde. So it has that very nice balance which I've never really found in any other games. Yeah, it's really hard. Like I was looking forward for the new Walking Dead games that's going to come out. On the topic of like zombie games specifically, right? Mm -hmm. Like during the lockdown, I got really bored at one point and I went on a search to find games that reminded me of like Age of Empires, Starcraft, you know, the ARTS kind of games. Yeah, the yeah, top yeah. down, you control a bunch of units and you fight. And I actually found a zombie version of an RTS game. It's actually called They Are Billions. It's a similar concept to Seven Days to Die. Mm-hmm. You build a base, you recruit soldiers, you be prepared to fight this zombie horde. Mm-hmm. And after a certain period of time, everything attacks you. Like everything on the map just stops whatever it's doing and just comes after you as the player. Mm-hmm. Actually, do you think we are attracted to zombie games at this time? Because especially the very first MC it felt like the beginning of, of a, a zombie, zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, that's actually pretty interesting. I thing. swear, if you go, if you went on Steam and just searched like the keyword for like zombie, I bet you it spiked up at the start of the pandemic. I have to agree. Yeah. Most definitely. I think people wanted to play through like the zombie pandemic scenarios just in case the Earth ever had to go through something <laughs> like that. Is that gamification? That is gamification. <laughs> that is gamification at its core. So let's talk about how we got into gaming in the first place. When I was a kid, my cousin had have a Sega Genesis and one of the first games I actually played when I was a really young lad it was Sonic the Adventures 1 and then moving forward I played Command Conquer series remember Command Conquer oh yes I played a lot of Command and Conquer and Red Alert mm. as soon as it became Command and Conquer Red Alert Yuri's Revenge I spent hours playing that again it's another ARTS game as well right Yeah, similar correct. to like They Are Billions and Age of Empires I love games like those I think they're the best way to like spend hours of your time on I played a significant amount of RTS games like for example Age of Empire, Age of 
Marvel mythology as well as Command Conquer series like Tribune Sun and Red Alert 1 and 2 and then I transitioned into Mega Man X series X1 and X2 is one of my favorite during that time and then as I grow up I remember when I was 10 my mother actually got a joystick just for me to actually play one of the really old games from Microsoft called Star Launcher I remember crying to my mother say that one of the battleships actually destroyed and we actually have to escape <laughs> into the uh, Japanese Yamato class ship other than that as I grow older I tend to play a lot of like different kinds of games Ragnarok Online is also one of the greater heights when it comes to MMORPG is there any MMORPG way back in the days that you guys played? Like I think at the age of 12 I was probably still playing Maple C actually Maple Story Hey Maple Gang Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Maple was very popular in like Malaysia and Singapore right Maple was really really popular because almost anybody could play it it was a 2D side-scrolling game it was not hard to get into The funny thing is almost anybody could play it but to install it was, was a different a challenge yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Did you ever, did you ever encounter hours. the problem? Every time they left a patch, every time there was a new patch, like my game just refused to patch. I had to re-download the entire game all over again. To me, the traumatic memory is really installing the game. Yes. <laughs> I really wanted to play it. And so the installation time took eight hours. Right. And sometimes it would just fail halfway. My dad, my hero, made sure that I managed to finally install the game. He oversaw the installations a few <laughs> wow. times. I remember I played Ragnarok Online as well as Gunbound. Gunbound is also one of my favorite oh, games. Oh yes, Gunbound, yes. Yeah, Gunbound is basically a kind of like a knockoff version of Worms. Oh, I played Worms Armageddon way too much. Worms 3D even. Worms is actually pretty fun, especially multiplayer. Because yeah, multiplayer yeah, yeah. Is Playing a- with your friends. Yeah, actually, yeah. like, you know, playing like the team battle against your friends where it's like everybody gets like three worms to themselves mm-hmm. and you select from a massive array of weapons and you just try to kill everyone. And the main strategy there is to just knock people across into like the water and they just instantly die. Exactly. But it's so much fun. It's such a good time. Other than that, PopCap used to be a really pioneer when it comes to like games. Plant vs. Zombie, there's Bejewels, there's also Zumba. One of my favorites actually, Plants vs. Zombies. Zombies. Yeah, and uh, when they released uh, Plants vs. Zombies 3D, mm-hmm. I spent a bunch of time playing that game as well. It felt very nostalgic, like viewing all the old characters you used to play with. I know. But then like moving forward, when we get all the AAA games, come much more like into like graphic scenes. My personal take is that I don't really look into graphics as long as it's enjoyable to play. You yeah. can have like complete nonsense graphics and still have a very beautifully designed game and it's still fun to play. Mm-hmm. Speaking about that, I also picked up Terraria in the beginning of 2020 and I synced like a hundred hours into it. It's such a simple game mm-hmm. but it has so much depth to it. The design of the game seems really, really simple but I don't know, it's just something that's so easy to spend time on. You build your base, make it look pretty and then you yeah, yeah, fight yeah. some it's bosses. Yeah, it's the same thing with Minecraft. Look, so Terraria is basically a 2D version of Minecraft, right? Minecraft's the same. You spend so much hours just building your house. I spent like a solid one hour just selecting the colour of my floor once. I don't know if this is controversial. Terraria and Minecraft both face value. They're not pretty games. No, they're, they're, really, they're not. really not. Minecraft is a one-by-one block simulator in its core. So when it comes to like Terraria and Minecraft, it's basically more on the creative side of building. And that's basically the main selling point when it comes to like Minecraft. In fact, Minecraft actually have an education version where people can actually be like creative when it comes to like designing, when it comes to like engineering as well. Which is like finally pretty Have you seen some of like these really cool projects people have made in Minecraft? You know in Game of Thrones, King's Landing, right? Oh the, the, my gosh, the center like... si- the center city of where the entire story kind of mostly happens, right? Mm-hmm. Someone rebuilt the entirety of King's Landing in Minecraft. Didn't someone build Hogwarts also? Yeah, someone yeah, built yeah. Hogwarts in Minecraft. That someone even amazing. One of the more interesting ones, right? Somebody even rebuilt the entirety of Denmark. The entire country in Minecraft. Yep. Do you think they had to cycle through Denmark, take pictures and 
and then rebuild it. I think it was more like Google Earth, just like top-down view of like Denmark. Oh, okay, this goes here in Denmark. All right, let's remake this in Minecraft. Personally, why I chose Terraria over Minecraft is because mm-hmm. I get dizzy easily. Uh, so the Minecraft kind of 3D, I don't know what it is about it. It makes me dizzy. And Minecraft's not the only game, actually. I tried Far Cry New Dawn recently and I had to puke after because I just uh. got so dizzy. Do you guys get dizzy playing like first-person games? Yeah, I occasionally experience like some motion sickness when it's like a really fast-moving first-person game because it's tough to keep up. Like your brain lags at some point. So when it comes to like first-person shooters game, I think that is mostly because of your GPU try to render, making sure that you don't have a motion sickness. That's the reason why when it comes to like VR headset, you need to output at least 60 hertz or refresh rate basically to ensure that you don't feel dizzy. The very best or optimum way is 144 hertz and that's basically going to negate the motion sickness when you toss around like left and right. In order for you to get into VR, especially if you play first-person shooters, you need a really good graphics card in order for you to actually run that particular game. I get motion sickness playing Valorant one point. Actually, what I find is really helpful is sometimes when the first-person games give you an option to play in third-person. Yes, but that's very rare. I've rarely yeah. come across mm. games. I've played that. Grounded recently. That's kind of like, honey, I shrunk the kids survival oh, game right. version. Yes. It's very cute. And it gives you the option to switch between first-person and third-person. I love it. Yeah, Grounded is basically one of the games that are actually pretty unique. It's a survival game as well. You're like tiny little characters running around a backyard trying to survive, right? You know what I find really cute? Before you start a game, they'll ask you if you have arachnophobia. And if you do, there's an arachnophobia safety mode. I don't know what they replace the spiders with. I haven't tried. But I like that they give that consideration. It's quite sweet. So those are really well thought out like aspects of a game from the game developer's perspective. Mm-hmm. That's very well played. When it comes to like genres of games, I played a fair amount of RPG games as of recently. I played Horizon Zero Dawn. Even though it's third person open world game, but they do have the RPG mechanics behind it. I played Kingdom Hearts 3, which is pretty fun as well. There's also Autopath Travelers that has been ported to PC quite recently. I played it and I really enjoyed the story aspect of it. Actually, may I just ask, because I've looked at Octopath Traveler a mm-hmm. few times, but it's really pricey. Do you think the price range is justified? The price range is definitely justified. You got a banging music. The music, when it transitioned, it basically gives you the hype before the boss fight. The way they transition the music from the dialogue into the fight itself is really seamless and it's really getting into like the motivation behind each of the characters. The story can be really up to your taste. Each of the characters have their own stories and it kind of depends on what kind of story they're looking for. It's a little bit pricey. Just wait until it came out for sales then get the game because that game is actually pretty worth it. Because currently the price tag is like a triple A game price tag. It's 220 bucks. That's yeah. more expensive than Cyberpunk. Dang. Yeah, it's really really expensive but it's a really good game because not only it has a 3D aspect to it like the world itself is 3D but the character the sprite itself is 2D so you got that little bit of like retro feel into it speaking of retro actually Sonic Mania is one of the really good games when it comes to like Sonic franchise Sonic Mania is basically a love letter from a Sonic fan to a Sonic fan because the entire game is actually made by Sonic fans and Sega is just like hey you like Sonic you can make Sonic game here you go here's your IP do whatever it takes to actually make Sonic great again actually that's pretty cool because I feel like sometimes modders give so much more effort than the actual developers yeah 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 definitely by this I really mean Sims 4 I'm not sure if any of you have played Sims oh yeah 
But I grew up playing Sims 2 and I absolutely loved it. But I feel like Sims 4 is a watered down bland version of Sims 2. But it's really amazing what modders have done to add aspects into the game. When it comes to like mod, I played Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley is a farming simulator in some sense where you can basically like date and basically... It's basically like Harvest Moon all over again. Yeah, it's yeah I mean the developer was a huge fan of Harvest Moon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When it comes to like Stardew Valley, one of my favorite mods in Stardew Valley is basically you can change the NPC portrait into the anime style and it was so amazing. That's actually a really cool mod. I've rarely come across games with like the mods where you stop and you're like oh damn I need to play this game because of the mods. Now Skyrim is actually one of those games where they had mod access from early on Mm -hmm. and there were certain parts of Skyrim that were completely removed that modders later went back took those files made a mod of the removed part of the game and Mm -hmm. then re-edited it back to the game again and I think like the fact that the whole modding community kind of got behind things like, like even people like myself I went on Reddit I upvoted all these posts I supported this kind of stuff because I wanted to see this in the game yeah. it was really fun uh, when it comes to like modder it opens up a tons of different kinds of opportunity for example I'm a Twitch streamer what you can do with a mod is basically you allow the chat to actually mess with the game while you're playing the games so for example you can type let's say for example exclamation mod 1 to actually spawn an enemy and your streamers basically have to fight the enemy while they're going to like sit an objective and I find it really interesting because the mod not only give the opportunity for you to enjoy the game for yourself as a player but it also give interactivity between you and the viewers as well one of the really good example is Mario 64 that's when people can actually donate $10 for example give one hearts for example $5 to give one extra stars in the game when it comes to like mod in the game it's super duper fun not just as a player but also for viewers as well and yeah I- it's something that's super interactive and I think like more games need to start like investing in stuff like this where it's more community driven let's talk about multiplayer games that has been popping up quite recently like for example I enjoy playing Among Us as well as Phasmophobia even though I hate horror games yeah I played a bunch of Among Us with you and I think I had a really good time as well mm. although I will probably never play a horror game but some of those games where it's uh, more indie just the fact that it's so low in terms of graphical requirement that almost anybody can just get the game and play it with you it really brings people together it's very nice mm-hmm. actually don't you find it ironic that multiplayer games are on the rise but MMOs are kind of dying yeah so like we played a lot of MapleStory and it's quite unfortunate that MapleStory is actually kind of going down in terms of its player base like I enjoy games like those where it's very laid back you can play with your friends you can play alone you can pretty much do whatever you really want in the game but yeah the overall player base has been dropping quite significantly yeah I think because with MapleStory it got more individual based and not so much about the community anymore I remember pre-Big Bang MapleStory OG right here we would go to like a random FM and pretend like we're having a picnic with all the weird monster drops that we had. Just sit down there on your little mat or your chair that you got when you were level 1 in Adventure Island. Yes. <laughs> well, actually, I think I played before chairs were even invented oh, in the wow. game. Oh, wow. Now, that's a real OG player right there. So, when it comes to like player base, I think that I can actually understand that because I just recently got back into Ragnarok Online a couple of days ago on stream. It's not fun anymore. I love the original Ragnarok. I think like when you try to replay all the games we played in our childhood, it's very much nostalgia drives replayability just for a little while mm. and then you speaking can't go like, further yeah speaking of like something that is like nostalgic when you played it as a kid right so I owned the original Xbox when it came out and I got the Halo version so I got the original Halo 2 when it was on Xbox and that was a really fun time to play like I played that game to the nth degree and I was really happy last year when they chose to launch the Halo Master Chief collection on Steam yeah 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 because it included Halo 2 and that was the first game they had at launch and as Halo continued to launch 
throughout the year, Halo 3, Halo 4, as well as Halo ODST. Mm-hmm. It was a great time because I never got to play those games. All those games were Xbox exclusive games and I only owned the original Xbox, which right. is kind of sad. The fact that more of these game developers are realizing that people around the millennial age had like a bunch of these games that we played as kids and we want to replay these games again, but maybe remastered with like better graphics, newer drivers, new mechanics. A lot of game developers are beginning to go that direction. Pokemon is another one. Everybody I know, all the way up till like even like my uncle has played the first generation of Pokemon, mm-hmm. Pokemon Yellow. And everybody loved the fact that Pikachu was your starter. <laughs> when I tell them that there's Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu in the Nintendo Switch, their first instinct is, oh, how can I buy one of those? Yeah, exactly. So like again, game developers are realizing this. Nintendo went back and made a Generation 1 remake all the way in 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, somewhere around that. Yeah. So when it comes to like these nostalgic games, we've seen Spyro. Or everybody's favorite Purple Dragon. And then there is Crash Bandicoot, like the OG PlayStation 1 games. Um, There's also Shadow of the Colossus remake. They remastered the game, yeah, they right? They put it on Steam even. And the game is so pretty now. Super duper like, pretty. Like playing on PlayStation 2 was alright, but the Colossus monsters looked a little chunky and blocky. Mm-hmm. But playing on computer, again, oh wow. I think that when Demon Souls came out, when everybody can own PlayStation 5 because scalpers, hello. I think that more and more like nostalgic games will come back. One of the games that I do want to have a remake will be Metiki Solid. Yes, oh, I, I support that I remake. Meta Gear 5. Is that the same? No, it's okay, not. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to like Metal Gear Solid series, you have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Each of them have their own console. I think that people love the original Metal Gear Solid. I'm currently playing Metal Gear Solid on stream right now. I'm trying to complete it. And I found it super easy and super fun because I played when I was 12 and I already know how the game works. It's really enjoyable. I want to see how the game looks like in the current gen. I think it's great that they are remaking games but I just hope it doesn't fall in this Hollywood rabbit hole where they're only remaking games and not making new ones. See, that's the thing. I thought about the same thing as well. Mm-hmm. And I went back and looked at all the games that came out in 2020. You'll be surprised that games like Fall Guys that went completely under the radar and then up till launch and it just took off completely. Mm-hmm. Something like Phasmophobia is the same thing as well. It's super yeah. under the radar and then upon launch it just takes off because the community is like so happy to back games like this mm-hmm. from a small indie developer that could genuinely use the support. Mm-hmm. So we kind of like types of games. What kind of type of games that you guys looking for personally? So I definitely enjoy like the weirder indie games. Like I am a big fanboy of Supergiant games. They mm-hmm. are the guys who made Transistor, Bastion, Pyre as well as Hades. Mm. Games like those where it's super unique to play. It's one of those kind of games where you play through the entire game and you're like wow did I just really finish that entire story? It felt so surreal. Like it's something that is a really unique experience that you will not get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. What about you Kat? What kind of games are you looking for? I think for me because I treat gaming as kind of a social bonding activity mm-hmm. it's a bit difficult I want to play games like Hades The Witcher 3 but I don't have time to invest in solo games as much mm-hmm. so for me I'm always looking for multiplayer games games like 7 Days to Die I've played State of Decay 2 I think mm-hmm. right now it's mainly survival games because right. I'm in survival mode aren't we all that's true that's true me personally I like a really good storytelling games for example like I just mentioned Metiki Solid 1 it basically talks about nuclear deterrence and all that Autopass Travelers each of the characters have their own driven kind of like motivation how 
they want to live their life, as well as a couple of like visual novels. Like for example, Necropara 4 has been out on Steam quite recently. I like a really good storytelling. Even though the story is a little bit convoluted at times like Kingdom Hearts, for example. In fact, Death Stranding is also confusing as well. Oh yeah, Death Stranding has been one of the more... It was a very big success. Like I love the fact that the game had so much hype. But just the general concept of the game definitely confused the heck out of me when I saw it for the first time. Because it's just basically walking simulator. Yeah, it's walking simulator. It's post-Laju simulator basically. <laughs> I've seen the ads that post-Laju actually posted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Post-Laju actually used Death Stranding as like a marketing medium for quite a while. It was amazing. That's the interesting thing about games because people can actually take games and trending into their own marketing. Like Domino's makes a lot of like really good like references for video games. Undertale for example. Alright, so to closing up, what is your top 3 favourite games currently? As of right now, I am spending a lot of time playing Dota 2 again. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy to actually be able to play since now my arm's fully recovered yeah. and I'm back to gaming. Um, I enjoyed playing Hollow Knight but as Kat said, you know, solo games really take up a bunch of your time without realising I spent 50 hours on that game mm-hmm. just trying to complete the game. Uh, last but not least, I have to give it to like AC Valhalla. I think Assassin's Creed Valhalla was kind of overshadowed by Cyberpunk at launch That's but true. it was still one of the better games that I've played. Mm-hmm. If I had to give like a very close fourth place, it would be Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kat? Obviously, I've mentioned Seven Days to Die a few times now but also, I really enjoy couch co-op games like Overcooked, Overcooked yep. and... Oh, it was Overcooked. fun. Yeah, Lost Castle is one I think not many people know of. That one's very much like going through the dungeon. It's very cheap and it's really easy to play. It's kind of like... I think it's a bit Souls-like. You actually collect souls to level your ah, character up. Right, right, right. And okay. you run through like a randomly generated dungeon over and over again. <laughs> That's really fun. I really enjoy .hack GU Last Recruit. So Last Recruit is basically a compilation of all four volumes of PlayStation 2 games into one remastered version of PC. Other than that, I enjoy playing Among Us because that's actually really good community bonding games as well. Along the line of community bonding games, I love to play marbles on stream with my chat. Other than that, Terraria actually, surprisingly, as well as Minecraft because I just received Minecraft quite recently and I would love to see how much I can push myself into the world building and uh, yeah, I would like to see how I can push myself in terms of the mining things and crafting things. Um, That will be all for today's episode. I hope that you guys have a little bit of insight about our taste of video games this is Zero Aiden you guys can follow me on Twitch there will be twitch.tv slash zero underscore Aiden and I am Novs Games you can find me on Twitch Twitter Instagram as well as YouTube at the handle at Novs Games and as always I'll see you guys next time till then to live.